You're listening to a Sin Media podcast. Previously heard live on Sin 90.7. What's up, guys? You are locked into Hot Sauce here with Jenna, Elgin, and Dabs. We are here to serve you the hottest sauce as always. You know how it is. It's hot, yeah. hot sauce, you know what I'm saying? We don't have no medium sauce here. It's no barbecue sauce, no lemon and herb. It's all spicy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no mayonnaise. No either. added mayonnaise. Nothing mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. No, no. So, boys, what did we just listen to you? We just listened to FaceTime by 21 Savage. Shout out our British brother. Of uh, course. We had back-to-back British boys because we had Kitchen brother. Kings by D-Block Europe as well. So mm-hmm. they're all British. Exactly. It's the British out. We had Black by Dave before that as well. Mm-hmm. And then we had Vossy Bot by Stormzy. So of course. a little bit of a British thing. That's all. That's a try. <laughs> but we're going to keep it worldwide. We're, we're going to be national. Around the world. And bring it back. We are. But boys, what are we here to talk about today? So what is black excellence? And why have we found a lot of people talking about it recently? You know, there's P. Diddy coming out here talking about black excellence. Jay-Z making moves to support young black artists, young black creatives in, in the American music industry and just the music industry in general. So what does it mean to you guys to be excellent while black? Ooh, I feel like it's a very hot buzzword at the minute. Lots of people, like you say, are kind of on this topic and talking about black excellence. And I think really what they're referring to is obviously this generation that we have, a very creative, very kind of, you know, on the ball group of young black people, which I think is so important and incredible to have. I view it as like a brother-sister type thing. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. I'm picking out my brother, I'm picking out my sister. That's what I, I see it as. I think overall it's very positive, and I think lots of people mean it incredibly positively. Yeah. What yeah, do you sure. think it means for you, Eldrin? I always, I always, whenever I heard it or saw it around and stuff, I always looked at it as sort of like inside, from the inside, inside our community. Yeah. Like I said, like picking up my brother and my sister mm-hmm. and stuff. I'm just thinking like, oh, I love these people. I love what they're doing. They're from my community. Sweet. I'm going to yeah. pick them up. Whereas like, I get what you're saying 100%. People are looking from yeah. the outside and saying, oh, well, oh, that community is doing this. Oh, they, they're fantastic at that. Oh, but they're black as well. Oh, that's different. You're like, nah, we're doing this. We are. I think it's such an exciting time to live in, to be a young person of colour anyway, because I feel like looking back on the opportunities that our ancestors had, our parents, grandparents, Mm, you know, looking at if they want to step into these spaces and do anything creative. different problem. There was was not room for that at all. And I think it's so nice to see that we have this space and that we are able to come out and be like, look, we... We want to make stuff, we want to be creative, we want to do great things. Yeah. So it is hugely positive to see that, I think. And I think you're yeah, so right there, sure. Eldrin, that it is a difference between whether we analyse it from an internal perspective or yeah. an outsider perspective. Yeah, exactly. And this is shout out to the excellence that our parents brought with us too, because a lot of us had come from migrant parents as well that moved to these places that's for a, different struggle. a better, a better future for us. That's excellence struggle. for them. They had, to, they had to strive and get miles ahead of their peers to be able to come here it wasn't some stroke of luck thing for a lot of us right Ooh, we will discuss we will discuss that is what we are here for today to talk about this topic we've got an absolute fire interview coming up so stay we... locked in stay tuned are you excited Eldrin? yes I'm, I'm i'm mad excited for this one just because it's the boys it's the homies exactly it's the homies the homies <laughs> are coming through we've got an interview coming up with garden of beats talking to them about what it's like putting on events for this community and what options there are for this community specifically in Melbourne. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be hot, of course. But up next is Dark Vader by Jay Huss. You're listening to Hot Sauce.
Due to some confusing, boring legal stuff, Sin can't podcast any of the knee-slapping tracks that are played on air. To dance along with us in the studio, you'll need to listen live. Tune your radio dial to 90.7 or stream it online at sin.org.au. What's up, guys? You are locked into Hot Sauce here with Jenna, Elgin and Dabs. We are here to serve you the hottest sauce as always. And as you mentioned, we have a fire interview coming up, which we are all so excited for. Who do we have? Who's here in the yeah, studio? Welcome, boys. Welcome, boys. <laughs> state your names. State your names. What's happening? We got Ruben the Creative. Prince C400. Kendo. Hello. <laughs> uh, I am Situation <laughs> <laughs> So, guys. For those at home who aren't familiar with who you are, let us know. Who are Gardener Beats? How did you come together? And what are we doing in Melbourne at the minute? Yeah, all right. So what we are, Gardener Beats, uh, basically we're like a collective of a collective. Yeah, a collective. <laughs> yeah, collective. Collective. Okay, collective, yeah. Because okay. we're all kind of creative in our own like ways. Um, uh-huh. This guy does his marketing thing. This guy is a photographer. This guy does his modeling thing. And he's just a... <laughs> 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 yeah. Is you it know? like when your mum says, take your brother with you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you bring him along. Yeah. So what we do is like, we, we, we find a problem in Melbourne. And that, that issue is that um, there's no platform for things or people who are supposed to be known for what they do. Like, as myself as a photographer, um, when I take a photo, you know, it's like the, everybody knows the model, but like um, it's quiet for me, so it's like, uh, oh. <laughs> it's quiet. <laughs> yeah, so it's like that. So um, same thing with like being a, uh, a musician when you're a producer, you know? It's like people will know about like the song itself, but nobody know about like the producer or the person behind it. So we kind of solved this problem. We're like, you know what? Why not give a platform to those people who matter and stuff like that? So we kind of, I guess we do events that bring these people together, all the photographers, all the producers, all the artists and stuff like that. Just let them know, like, this is Melbourne, you know, this is the culture we have here in Melbourne. So that's what's up with Gardner Beats. Nice. Cool. We like that, we like that. So that falls right in our whole special for this week, which is Black Excellence and our views on it and how, how we see Black Excellence for everyone. So, my brother, what do you think Black Excellence is? Or what does it represent for you? I guess for me, it's like a bunch of black people empowering who we are and just really coming together and just representing ourselves you know no yeah. i get that i get that no i respect that all right cool i think it's um it's i guess adding to what ruben said it's about a style it's about giving mm-hmm. credit for what you bring and what you stand for as well mm-hmm. and with like uh, black excellence and what that is everywhere the culture itself the music itself it's a whole different vibe that mm. everyone's so starting to adapt into. Representing that all in the right way. Yeah. Alright, so. cool. Right, um, yeah, yeah, what, what yeah, does black excellence represent for you? Like, when you, when you see Jay-Z, yeah. Diddy, all of that, doing their thing, okay. how, the, how do you identify with that? Oh, no, no. For myself, personally, like, black excellence to me is not just, like, um, being black and doing something great. I think it's, like, being black and bringing up people who are not great up. Mm. You know what I mean? <clears throat> kind of like the whole Nipsey thing. Like, mm-hmm. stuff I didn't know about. Okay. It's like... He was an excellent man because, not because he's like, he's just black. He's an excellent man because he brought out the black people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's what and black people Yeah. Yeah, he did yeah. stuff for the community. <coughs> exactly. I guess that's what we really want to talk to you boys about is this community. Mm. And how do we create more spaces like what you boys are doing, putting mm. on events and stuff? How do we make sure that there are more spaces for young black creatives to be doing their thing? Especially in Melbourne. Like, how yeah. do you, what do you think? What are your views? 
Man, I think it's funny because um, I don't fucking say this. We're talking about um, uh, Culture King. If you look at Culture King, it's like for us, like when Culture Kings came into Melbourne, you know, it was popping. It was exactly. like, oh, this is the thing we're talking about. Like, you know, it's like, oh, I got all these like uh, clothing brands from like yeah. black people and stuff. Like that. So it was a vibe. It was a vibe. Um, and then, you know, it's like, I remember Ruben was talking about, you know, when you come on a Culture Kings with a bag, it just says Culture Kings. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. That yeah, means yeah, something that already. Culture King grip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Culture King grip. <laughs> For okay. sure. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then we go down to the track <coughs> now, today. Yeah. We say that culture, bag means something yeah. else. Yeah, the bag, it's yeah, exactly. a whole different vibe. It's a whole yeah. different vibe, you know. It's not like, shit, I'm proud to, to be come from Culture Kings. Yeah. Now, the thing is with Culture Kings, I realize now is that what they did is that they took, not took, but they used the whole things like black culture basically mm-hmm. is that when you went to culture kings when you came out isn't that you came out feeling stylish you came out feeling more black exactly you know what i mean yeah because we had like those rappers in there and stuff like that so you were like oh yeah man like tiger came here i'm gonna yeah, i'm going with the same place know? tiger went mm-hmm. yeah like the clothing made you feel more black that's what culture kings mm-hmm. was now more black i mean like it made you feel like more part of a culture you know what i mean so that's but the brand itself yeah. doesn't actually represent the black culture yeah so right. it's, it's 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 like a it's a part of like that black culture that everyone wanted to be a part of. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, when like people bought stuff in Kachikins, feel more black. That's yeah, what I get you. Yeah. Do you yeah. feel like it's kind of becoming more commercialized, almost yeah. as if like blackness sells kind yeah. of thing? It's like okay, <clears throat> we'll create a brand and we'll sell kind of reassurance and sell this element of being in touch with your culture but really we're just making money it's not 100% quite. that's what that's what's up and, and it really became yeah. less about being creative and more about the sales okay mm. yeah and I feel like they they really left the element of like the culture part mm, and just and just them. focus on on like how many sales we're making yeah exactly and it's like there isn't really that representation of what this design or clothing or what it really come from you know mm. what i mean okay. which yeah. is the culture of and hip-hop mm-hmm. and blackness yeah. yeah and black excellence basically do you yeah. feel like that kind of representation and connection to that culture is missing in melbourne 100 percent. yeah 100%. for sure i think the thing is we have we have all that black excellence here mm-hmm. it, just, it just needs someone to like yo let's bring it out you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. And that's why I respect things like Sriracha. If you guys have been to Sriracha, is that... We exactly. met last week. Yeah. Last week. Yeah. We met last week, actually. Yeah. When you when you guys were in Sydney, yeah. we, we were there holding it down, turning that's it. up. That's yeah. what, you know, get lit, get lit. I'm glad yeah. we you. You hold it down. <laughs> no, nah, that's it. You know, like, that's why I respect, like, Sriracha and stuff like that. Because what they did is that they saw something such as Afrobeats, which is, like, this African black thing, you know? And it wasn't there in Melbourne. Like, it was hard to get into clubs. But when you create Sriracha, that means it can come. Oh, yeah. And they're definitely getting in, yeah. you know. Exactly. And it's, it's even more in root with the culture as well because mm. it's, it's less of like you know American black culture and and, and more like really African, well. yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yes. yeah, for sure. It, yeah, it was, it was all types, all types of black culture that was there at Sriracha for sure. Mm. Like it represented most most cultures all over, even like South, South Southern African, West yeah. African. So yeah, that that was dope to see. So I guess stuff like that helps and stuff. But um, back to like the black excellence point. Do you think that if people like um, if you support your brother in what they're coming up, like they do with Sriracha and stuff, mm. that's a better way of doing it instead of like what um, Culture Kings did, where it's more so now it's a brand, it's a business, mm. and it's obviously run by you know the white man. Yeah. So <laughs> you think it's better to support your brothers and sisters instead of you know supporting that? Most definitely, because I I feel like in Melbourne um, we are more unified as of when you go to any other city. 
when when we were in Sydney, yeah, we we found that people are really like spread out. Okay. Like if you go to a certain area, you're gonna catch a different vibe. Whereas um, in Melbourne, if you're trying to catch a vibe, like you know the city is your yeah, place, exactly. and you're gonna be catching the same vibe as everybody in every other yeah. um, suburb or whatever or area. You know what I mean? We really unified in that sense. I feel like we really unify when it comes to that, and it's definitely important for us to be um, supporting our brothers and sisters in whatever they do because that what makes us a community, yeah. and that's what we are about to give the community a, a chance to showcase what they are about. And in this case, um, Garden of Beats really touch base on the people that are behind the scenes. And they don't get the credit that they deserve, yeah. that, and that that's what we're about. Yeah. Just talking about like the whole black excellence thing, I think it's like, I think it's, it is important to like help other black people kind of thing. Yeah. But I think what what's what what hurts me personally is the fact that other black people don't realize that you gotta help someone else, or yeah. like you have the ability to do something else too. Yeah, you exactly. Know what I mean? yeah. It's like a lot of kids, like a lot of young kids, just think like I just need to do this particular thing like oh my friend is going to be a basketballer and wants to be yeah. NBN kind of stuff like that it's like nah man there's way more things you can do yeah. and I think it also ties for myself as an African kid it ties into the fact that I grew up in a household where being an engineer a doctor or like you know those kind that's of that's the part that's that's the, and it's like I think it's kind of hard for like I guess it was hard for kids to be creative or to think to look at things like being a photographer as a job. Yeah, yeah, you know for I mean? sure. So yeah, I think like yeah, sense. when we when we start to help each other in that sense to like open up your mind to a bigger thing. Yeah. Because now when you go back to Africa, man, it's like you know all those videos on like I know like Chop Daily and stuff like that, like African dancehall. Yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> People are making money of that in Africa. Yeah, that's but true. But back back then it was just like no no no. <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> Open your book. What know? is that? <laughs> what is that? What is that? Open your book. <laughs> Education important. Yeah. And know? even yeah, growing up as an African Australian in this country, right? Mm. Did you feel like the lack of of, of older role models growing mm. up as as jobs with photographers, models, and and you know event planners, marketers? Mm. Do you feel like you guys, being the adult uh, adults or young adults that you are, are able to have that influence on the youth in Australia and be able to uplift them to do their own thing like you guys? Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely, it's like um, I know, like, like I know, Ruben, you shot with a lot of young kids like the other time with uh, Factory and stuff like that. Yeah, I know if you want to speak about that because that's, I think that's where you were at. Yeah, hundred percent. For me, I kind of had to like take a different way and go against the grain. So definitely, I hope these like young, young kids could really see us doing it and be inspired to pursue the whole art thing because I feel like there's a lot of talented kids who are great musicians could be a great photographer but they often get influenced between the communities and like nah go you know become a doctor whatever it is so I just really hope they're paying attention and getting inspired because we really are here working and trying to like make more opportunities happen open up more doors especially for artists yeah. You know, photographers, all of that. Yeah. That's really what we're doing here. Really making it open up, opening more doors. Mm-hmm. Did you guys like, find it kind of hard to step up to this platform and to create the event that you have and to form the collective that you have because you don't have other people doing it? Like, obviously, mm-hmm. you're paving the way for more people to come through and be like, yeah, I can do that if I want to. But without those kind of role models yourselves, was that difficult for you guys? Yeah, definitely. Most definitely. I think anyone would have a doubt in terms of like just doing something that nobody else is doing yeah. you you would think twice like is this the right thing to do 
but once you start believing in yourself i think you'll you're like yo i think i can do this and once you do it i think you feel more proud of yourself and what you have achieved it only takes that one person to take the stand and maybe make that first step and then anyone anyone and everyone will be like you know what i'm inspired i want to do that oh yeah ooh. that's true i think the other thing is like i don't know for like me and myself and side and stuff like that like we we kind of came out from a like a strange little corporate world like and side is a whole marketing thing and i was doing like my own we see stuff. him it's okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's shy but we we know he's he's, yeah, exactly. he's a business guy we get <laughs> we see, it we see the business yeah, things yeah, on ig he's, he's all right yeah so man means business <laughs> <laughs> just like that so you, you guys came both from that co- yeah, corporate so type of I, I honestly I, honestly I came from university straight away doing yeah. the whole industrial design thing so I'm a qualified industrial designer I don't know what to call it um basically like working on like cars and like yeah. designing products okay. basically you know what I mean but I jumped into an insurance shop you know that's the like oh, okay, yeah, the yeah. other thing like that so I find I find it interesting because I think what it requires to do to be like uh, an achiever or someone to step out of like the the original format is mm. is a mental mentorship yeah so you need a mentorship and you also need like what Rimmer said you need a group or community of people who are going to support you yeah i think that's one thing that maybe or not maybe i know it's one thing that's lacking in like the community in melbourne itself mm. and especially like the black community is that mentorship because you yeah. think about it if we had mentors like we had like young black people or older black people who understood what the young kids are trying to do mm-hmm. then it would be like easier for them to do things mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. you know what i mean Cause like Ooh. yeah, that's that's like one major issue that just needs to be like yeah for sure. That's that Nipsey Hussle type yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. You. you know, someone's yeah. just like, yo, I got you. I'll help you out. <laughs> <laughs> you know? mm. that, yeah. Cool, cool. Well, we'll get onto our projections for the future. We'll have a few more questions for you boys, if that's okay. But up next, we have Complexion for Protection, a very fitting song by Jamaz Amaz. You guys are locked into Hot Sauce here and Sin. Stay tuned for some more Garden of Beats. Yo, 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 back with Hot Sauce on Sin with your hosts, Dabs, Eldrin, and Jenna. We had a sick first part interview with our beautiful, beautiful guest, Garden of Beats. And we just played for you Egyptian Lover by Reggie Snow, Amine, and Diana Williams. And Complexion for Protection by Jamaz on Mars. So, we spoke about Garden of Beats, we spoke about black excellence, we spoke about what it's like to be black, what it's like to be a creative in, in Melbourne, you know, and how, what, what the come up for that is like and what it's like in our community. So, let's let's talk a little bit about how Garden of Beats is able to unify the community and, and bring it up in a black excellence team, you know. Well, I guess with Garden of Beats, what we noticed was, it, the whole purpose of it was to bring in people that were not like showcasing their talents people yeah. that were hidden in the shadows people that were talented but were not given a platform to actually come and show what they were doing so we kind of saw that as an opportunity to bring everyone and i mean everyone under one roof to come and show what they're capable of doing so producers artists photographers every everyone to come and showcase their work so that's why we had the entire thing for a week we had we mm-hmm. hired out the gallery for a week and we gave um, photographers an opportunity to come and show uh, their artwork like even artists to come and display their work so anyone can visit the gallery and can actually see um their work essentially yeah. and yeah. then we let that up into the final uh Friday night which was the main event for the producers yeah. now producers were of course the highlight and they were the ones that were showing uh, bringing everyone together creating a vibe in the room yeah. And you know that created another opportunity for everyone else to gather around yeah, yeah. 
and I guess that's essentially we wanted to create mm-hmm. collaboration amongst people yeah. and not competition. I think what was so nice though was to see so many people of colour in a gallery. Because I feel like that is a very big myth That's that crazy. we don't go there. Exactly. <laughs> we don't go there. I didn't even think about that. No, I didn't even think about that. You know what? Mm. Yeah, I, I pulled the, I pulled the move. I went to the gallery. I, I took a girl on a date. She thought yeah. I was massive. Busy. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, man. When you go to a gallery with a girl, it's like, yo, what's going on? Or if a girl asks you, do you want to go to the National Gallery? And you're like, yeah, sure. They're like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, now for real though, by adding to this guy's um, comments about, you know, what Garden of Beast um, was about and what he was able to do for the community is that, you know, if you're a producer and there's an artist in the room, you know, we did um, invite some artists to, you know, to the event. You were able to kind of pick and choose as an artist like, yo, that producer is playing some, you know, nice stuff. I would like to work with him, you know what I mean? And we had some photographers in there, we had some uh, painters, drawers or whatever. And as an artist, if you want like an album and you want an album cover, you can choose whether you want a photographer to take a photo and be like, yo, um, this this is the vision I see, you know what I mean, for my album cover. Or you want someone to paint it or even draw it. And what Garden of Beats was able to do is bring all these people together in the same room and you can see the potential of like collaboration. Like whatever you, you know, vision for your project, you were able to succeed because of the talent that was in Mm -hmm. the same room. And really that's what we're about, unified, you know. We want to be unified in that sense. Yeah, I feel like the key word there is potential because this group and this community has so much potential but we don't quite have the platforms available to be able to show that potential and going back to what i was saying about how you don't see people of color in galleries i feel like that's not because because we don't want to go it's because a lot of the time the stuff that is being displayed doesn't represent us it doesn't engage us and it's not there for us whereas i feel like what you guys are doing that is so different is that you're not just inviting people of color into these spaces to be there and to attend you're allowing them to engage allowing them to enjoy and making them part of the experience rather than just drawing them in for no reason kind of thing there's nothing like going to a gallery and you really don't connect with the artwork that's in the gallery yeah you know and what we're about is like creating that vibe that anyone and everybody you can be there and you can connect with what's going on yeah. Even the, yeah, the I environment. I think that's really important. Mm, yeah, yeah. The environment of the gallery. So your standard art gallery is not going to be an environment where your your black person or a person of color can come in and feel comfortable and you know. Yeah, you're not going to feel welcome. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas with Garden of Beats, I feel like you guys put on an, an event and a showcase that you could walk in there and be like, yes, look, this is somewhere that I can be. I can walk in there and see someone else come in that looks just like me or like has the same culture, same experiences as me, and this artwork reflects that. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think like what would be nice, right? If we started to see, because we'll, I was speaking to uh, Titan um, and another guy called Josh the Drifter, mm-hmm. the photographer, mm-hmm. about how awesome it would be if things like the NGV Gallery started putting local artists 
or people like in Melbourne onto yeah. the gallery space. Yeah, that's that, going to change. Be different. Yeah, that's going to yeah. change. Yeah, it's like how we sure. view galleries. The thing is, it's hard for people or black people or minorities or just young people in general to go into the gallery spaces because there's nothing in there that interests them unless yeah. it's like, oh yeah, I know that artist. I'm gonna check their work out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like if we had that kind of funding from like the government itself or even like these gallery spaces to actually go into the communities and be like yo there's some artists in here who are damn fine yeah, yeah. Come to the gallery that's going to change the entire vibe of what we see a gallery yeah. as mm-hmm. you know I think what you're saying is so important that we need to make them these spaces more reflective mm-hmm. and I think that's so so evident in what you guys did with the last event because as Elgin and Dabs were saying there were so many like cultures all in that room not even just black people there were white people there as well and everyone white was able white people to all the yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. but they were all able to gel and come that's together a, that's how you know you really bring, bring the culture because all these events they're really supposed to like bring everybody to to the scene mm-hmm. and really show that anybody and everybody can relate mm-hmm. and can vibe with the black culture yeah. And I feel like most events that have been held in the past, they've been missing that keyword, which is culture. Like, um, you can hold an event and play Afrobeats, but if you're not representing the culture, mm-hmm. there's something mm-hmm. lurking, you know? Yeah. yeah, it's like we spoke last week about the difference between cultural appreciation and cultural yeah. appropriation. Okay. And I think some spaces try and appropriate rather than appreciate. Yeah. So they will just... I'd be like, okay, we'll play Afrobeats, but we're not really going to acknowledge where they yeah, come exactly. from yeah, or yeah. put them in the right context kind of thing, mm. which is totally different. But I think what is really key to acknowledge is the fact that we don't want our own private spaces. The answer is not more segregation. Yeah, yeah. It's not to be like, okay, we don't feel represented in these spaces, so we're going to provide only black spaces. Mm. I think what is so important is what you guys do to be like, no, like you were saying, this is how we all come together. Mm. This is how everyone can enjoy this. It's not just for us. Mm. You're what, like, everyone is welcome. And I think that's what made Garden of Beats such a huge success. So how do you think we can get that with other events? How do we make sure we're welcome there too? I, I like that question because I think it doesn't also tie into saying like, oh yeah, they're not doing something for us. I think we're also going to do something for other people. Yeah. Because I, I think about things like, you know, it's funny, I, I got dreads here. So people say, how do you feel about white people having dreads? I hate that I'm, question. I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm not even <laughs> supposed to actually have dreads myself. Because if you look at the history of dreads, dreads came out from being a warrior. Mm-hmm. In an African like household or African uh, village, you know, to have dreads, you have to be a warrior. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? So there's like those kind of things we gotta understand is that there's like we also have to give the fact that we gotta let other people have our culture, not ha- not have it as in to like take it away, but to also enjoy it, but also mm-hmm. being like let them understand first, yeah. and then let mm-hmm. them also enjoy and appreciate yeah. it. Teach them. Mm. Mm. I feel like education is such an important thing. Mm. Like, don't just shut people down. Be like, this is how we do things differently. Mm. Show them and let them understand for themselves, and then they will tap into it, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. He he is the culture. This is how we do our shit. You Mm. like it? Yeah. You want to appreciate it? (laughs) You want to be a part of it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Come to the cool house. I could speak on this between me and Tina, like, as photographers, right? So we work with a lot of artists. And within this, like, artist worlds, there's a lot of artists within, like, bubbles, right? They're all in, like, their own little worlds. Mm-hmm. And, like, for me and Tino, when we first... We actually met, like, at a music video. We were shooting, like, um, I was working with this crew. And I was just happened to be there taking photos. And Tino was doing, like, a music video. 
And I think for me, like, the biggest thing was like, there's a lot of artists, right, who have all these great ideas, but potential. yeah, potential. And like, I just feel like a lot of a lot of these artists, ego kind of gets in the way, right? Because like, if you if you throw like a concert, right, it's really about you, and you kind of have like supporting acts, so it's really about you. So I just feel like we need more people out there throwing events that's not just for them, mm-hmm. but like for the sake of like just doing it for art. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because this Garden Beats, it's not, it wasn't just about music. It wasn't just about like photographers. It was really to like bring all creative and just art itself in one place. So if we could have more people doing more things like that within their fields, that's just doing it for everyone else not just about themselves you know what i mean yeah, yeah. i that feel like we could get somewhere that's super that's super evident even in the garden of beats instagram as well because i was i was looking through it before the event and even just before this interview now and you guys are barely on it like there's barely any pictures of you of, of you guys on it it's purely just it's purely the event it's purely the art it's purely the music behind mm, it because, and that's what i love about mm, it because it's not about us it's about the creative world and what we're trying to give to the community which is a platform for them to, you know, really feel that they belong some somewhere. Exactly. And they, they are somebody in the in the community, and, and, and I think that's really what's lurking, like to give that, you know, stage to somebody that feels like they don't belong somewhere, and it's like, hey, we're garden of beats. You belong. Come here. You belong somewhere. <laughs> exactly. We like what you do. Yeah. So come here and showcase it and really show who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what we're really trying to, you know, bring to that to the scene. Speaking of that community though, and engaging this community and doing things for the community, what do you guys see in the future and what have we got planned? <laughs> <laughs> you can just we, use should, a little bit. You don't, have to, yeah. you don't have to give full no, details. Oh, you know, that's for you, I think, I think, I We're think. not asking for like government names. Going to the first part of the question, I think the next big move for not just, not Garden of Beats, just um, community. Community, community in general. Community in general. Competition does not does not play a part in any yeah. of this. Mm-hmm. I would love to see rappers from different ends link up with each other. South East with North Side come together. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like even like people like I'm gonna give your name out, Remy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see Remy come out and be like, yo, they're these local rappers. Just post them up. Yeah. Just do a little post. Just do a little yeah. thing. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. It doesn't have even like like uh like all these like radio shows we have like around like what yeah. you guys are doing is correct mm. but what the other radio shows are doing is just like oh until we sign then we play the song oh yeah oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah yeah it's commercial <laughs> you know it's different we don't, we don't need that because it's like the talent is here in melbourne it's funny because you see things like the off-white store the off-white store yeah. like i'm i'm streetwear yeah the off-white store would never existed in australia at all you know what I mean? Wow. Uh, Supreme Louis Vuitton that happened in Sydney, that never existed in Australia yeah. ever, ever. But what, what's happened is that um, people in America or people outside Australia started seeing their potential. Like, they say Melbourne is pretty much like a virgin. It's, it's pure. It's basically, yeah. there's nothing here yet. Me and Ruben were speaking, were speaking about that, how we get a lot of people come from America mm. thinking they come into Australia and build something here. Yeah. It doesn't work out. It, it, yeah. it doesn't work out because, you know... Um, it's not that there's no talent here. Mm-hmm. 
and these artists or whoever think that they can build an empire here because there's nothing here what they don't understand is that they actually need to touch base with the community that already exists here mm. because when they don't do that they come up they think oh yeah i'm gonna be successful ain't nothing here and i got this great idea but it all fails because you're yeah, not you're touching base with the, uh, with the people within yeah. the community. The networking, that's what mm. it is. Yeah, you don't have that community connection mm. first. Definitely. Yeah, so like, I, I think definitely like helping each other out and understanding that like we we don't have we don't have like big things happening, crazy things happening, but we're able to do Yet. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because other countries. Speak it into existence. Yeah. You know other I mean? countries see that stuff. They see that stuff. They're like, oh, what's happening in Australia? They don't even know there's there's rappers in Australia. You know? Yeah. Like, I'll tell you something. Um, I went to um, LA. Some of these people, they really come here not knowing that us black people really, we really exist yeah. here and we really doing something not only for us but for the community. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Damn. So, yeah, it's heavy stuff, bros. Heavy it's stuff. heavy. It's, it's heavy, it's, but it's good, important stuff. It's, it's important it. stuff to talk about, to get people in the know about, and to get people thinking about. Mm-hmm. It's been so lovely to have you, boys. You know, for sure, for sure. we're gonna throw on some more music for now, though. We're gonna listen to a local boy. We're gonna throw on some Arno Faraji with Scalin. We had to play some music that admits a very important conversation, did we not? We had a heavy chat, but it was good. We are still joined by the lovely Gardener Beats boys. Come through, say hello. We were chatting to you boys before about, you know, the creative community that we have here in Melbourne, about the opportunities that we have available for people of colour and especially young people of colour and everything with you guys and what you're doing with the Garden of Bees. So we have some hot, hot off the press information, do we not? Yeah, like, um... You know, we're working on a little something, something. A little something, something. Little something, okay. something, we call it. Uh, it's just a, it's just a, a call-out, I guess. Oh, okay. okay. To no, all the rappers. To all the rappers out there. Do you think Ooh. you're a speed no, we heard you. Uh, I just want to call out one right now. JBT, bro, I heard you, I heard you. <laughs> you know, I know, I know. He, 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 he said something in the song. That's what he said in the song. He said, like, you know, he's the best rapper in Melbourne. Okay, he said the best rapper in Melbourne. He's my homie, so it's cool. I can call him <laughs> He's my homie. Um, but basically, uh, we're trying to, you know, bring out all them rappers out there in Melbourne. Um, see if you guys can really speed bars, you know. Ooh, okay. Yeah, Ooh. Really yeah, that's the next show, really. Yeah, so next show, we're we trying to focus on a little bit of rappers for now. Uh, we want to see who's the best in Melbourne. Okay. Yeah, there will be there will be some. So the rappers is yeah. listening. Yeah. Y'all are all getting called out by Garden yeah. of Beast right now. Pretty much. So pretty much we're having a battle. It's simple. Yeah. Like okay. okay. Simple as that. It's, it, a it, 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 it's a battle of the beat. We're going to throw some bits at you And you know You, you got to come up with some shit mm. and, and it's got to be hot It's got to be heat It's got to be flames It's got to be fire mm-hmm. And on, when people mean. hear it They got a desire Is that his application there? Like is he coming through? Principal Hunter on the bass? He's the first rapper on the It might be the application It might not be You'll find out later on you know, no. Nah, simple as that. So, you know, we're calling that old rappers. Mm. If you really got that fire, if you really got that vibe, if you really think you're the best in Melbourne, well, this is your city. Show us what you got. Straight up. Simple that as that. Nice. That's like the it. next show. And yeah, we're trying to really bring the hit. We're trying to bring it to the people. 
and mm. we want to show that talent that yeah you know we was we was working with producers and our art in melbourne is not only just about that yeah. we're really trying to like touch bases on all the platforms yeah and this next show is really gonna show the skill of the mcs basically damn you know what i mean we, we we really want to bring that here we want to bring that you know bronx into in, into melbourne basically <laughs> like if, if you uh, think if you think you got bars and you can spit let's hear it Proper. <laughs> I'm really calling you out right now. Yeah, no, that's heavy. I like that. I like that. Uh, no, that's fire. I like that. Full blown challenge to all of the rappers out there. That's that's cool. I like that. No, we spoke about you know making these spaces, and that's definitely what you guys are doing. We got no excuses now. Mm. You can't be like, no, there's not these spaces because here you go. There's your invitation one right now. There's mm. there's your invitation. You know, those who dare. Will and take people it up. are gonna be there to come and see. So <laughs> it's not like, oh yeah. No, no, no. Nah, people are gonna come and try and see what you got. So if you coming, bring your egg in. Simple as that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we, we, it, it, it's <laughs> really, it's really, you know. The way he's announcing this is actually cold. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> hey, look, pressure is on. Yeah, if you yeah. think you're the best in Melbourne, we wanna see it. Yeah. Don't don't come and be like, oh, you know, I'm not on my A game, but I'll come through. Nah, if you think you're the best, nah, we want to hear it. I want to hear it. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, we don't want the phone in your hand, bro. I better not see that. Yeah, we're not going to slap that out your hand. No cue cards. No cue cards. No cue cards. Like, if you look over here, this is what we're performing next. So that's what you guys are working on anyway. Have we got any kind of teaser of a time frame? I'll just say uh, next two months, just be ready. Okay. Just be ready. Whoa. <laughs> next Whoa. month, just be that's ready. soon. Yeah, yeah. Soon. We yeah, we talking soon. like next month, like three Ooh. weeks. What is what is oh, what is boss what is boss man Kenda have to say about time, that? You know, maybe six weeks time. Like you don't know. We just we just really gonna drop this event like when when you least expect it. Because the real ones will be ready. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like if, if you if you really like about that life, then you will be mm. ready. But if you ain't, then you know we're gonna catch you slipping. <laughs> yeah. This is the pretty hour, bro. You're so yeah. cold. Like, what's good? You know. Well, we'll be excited. Yeah. We'll be excited. We'll be excited for that one for we'll sure. We'll be looking out. Hopefully, we can get our listeners on board, and they will definitely want to head down. We yeah. will keep in touch and make sure that we are in tune with you guys for a date drop so we can plug it on the show and get yeah. as many people down there as possible. Facts. Thank um, you so, so much for coming in, boys, and spreading your insight. It's been fantastic to have you in the studio. Thank you for being our first guest on Hot Sauce, because this is Yo, huge. Exactly. You guys are the trendsetters. Thank you so much. We appreciate you from the bottom of our hearts, for real, for real. Yeah, just before we, uh, we finish off, Got Prince in the building. He wants to spit a little face. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, uh, hey, uh, we got Ruben the beatboxer, so he yeah, gonna take yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but he calling out everybody. Let's go. Let's go. All right, make it ten seconds though. All right, go. All right, go. What you gonna say in ten seconds? All right, go. Uh, yo. Prince is the name. Never do it for the cloud, never do it for the fame. Representing the God in the biz, yeah, we bring in the heat. If you ain't know what I'm talking about, please take a seat. Uh, uh, you already know, it's the show. God in the biz, God in the biz, yeah, we bring in the heat. God in the biz, yeah, we bring in the heat. Okay, okay. You brought the yoga fire, yoga flame. There you go.
Oh, he just wait. showed his radar all the time, so the he rappers are listening. No, no he wasn't slipping. Hey, look, I wasn't ready for that. You know what? It's cool. It's cool. He wasn't he ready. He caught me off guard. It's all good. Say the bar. Say the You've set the standard. You've set the bar. So, you know, if you think you can take on Princey, anyone listening at home, make sure you get to the next event. Hey, That's what you want to say. I'm trying to hear that shit. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, amazing, amazing! Thank you so so much, guys, for coming through and having this really important conversation with us. Because, like we say, it's so important to talk about these things, get people on board, get people thinking differently, and get people to understand. So, it's been wonderful to have you. We will see you at the next event. We will be there for sure. We'll see you there. And yeah, look, we'll make sure we come here before that event happens. Perfect. Exactly. So communicate. Make it happen. Oh yeah, and for uh, rappers, if you want to reach out, if you want to submit your tracks as well, and you know, enter in mm-hmm. for this, hit us up on our Gardner Beats Instagram page. Here he comes with exactly. the plug. Uh, thank you. That's the boss man, Kendall. That's the business man. That's how we know who you are. We can enter you in. Perfect. Uh-huh. What is that social right, for cool. people who so, don't know? Plug everything. Garden so, of Beats. Garden of Beats. IG. Definitely, you can hit us up on there. And if you know any of us, you gotta be close to know any. Of us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hit us up with a message or whatever. Let us know, you know, what you're about, and send us some some of your content or whatever. We we'll, we'll take a listen as a team. And you know, if you're really about that life, we will be able to hear that, and we can bring you on board for sure. Have you got anything else? Just Instagram, no, no Bebo. Or Instagram, there's an Facebook email. Page. Okay, yes. what's the email? Info at thegardenofbeats.com. Okay. Nice. Beats, Should we just give them a few minutes to get a paper and pen? You know, <laughs> get your papers and what pen, number? write it down, just so they know. Just want to make it clear as eight. So it's info at the garden of beats. Dot com. We'll make sure that we plug it on our socials, so don't you guys worry. No excuses. Everyone will know. Those who need to know will already know. Challenge has finished. Yeah, exactly. While you're at it, go follow Studio 21 and Save by Design. Any more? Any more shout-outs? Any more? Mumsies? True, true. Hey, mum, I forgot to wash the dishes. <laughs> On that note, we're going to get into some more music. You guys are locked into Hot Sauce. And here is All Eyes On Me. What's up, guys? You are locked into Hot Sauce here on Sin with Jenna, Elgin, and Dabs. This is Melbourne's hottest BME show. I like the sound of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the sound of that. We are. We well, are Melbourne's, Melbourne's only BME Melbourne's, show. Melbourne's don't, don't say it. Don't say it like that. Uh, uh, no, no, no. I'm, saying, best. I'm saying with for the pride. Best. I'm saying with pride. Okay, okay. We're the trendsetters. Okay. Yeah. Right. No, as but long as you do that. there will be more to come because we're trying to spread love for this community, trying to get people more involved, trying to get people more interested more hyped around the wonderful creativity that we have within this community mm-hmm. so you guys just listened to rock your body by burner boy before that you heard all eyes on me yeah. by aka and burner boy we've got so much burner boy today yeah true there's been like yeah there's about five burner boy tracks yeah aka AK, AK, he's sick he's from south africa but like he's a bit underrated but check him out Check them out. Check them out. That's what we're all about, though. We're all about playing people tracks that they might know or they may get mm. to know. Exactly. So we're bringing you the hottest tracks and the hottest yeah. tracks. 
That's all we're about. That's all we're about in the hustles. All about So, what did we just have, boys? We just had a fire fight interview wow. with the boys from Gardner Beach. Shout out to them. We, we had some good chats with those exactly. boys. We wrapped up yeah, a we good did. conversation about black excellence, what it means to be black, what, what Gardner Beats is doing for our community, and how they're able to unify us and bring together artists and you know, create a space for people of color, minorities, black people, to be able to express their art in a, in a location and in a medium, which they wouldn't think you'd be able to as you're growing up as a youth in Australia, right? So now, on the topic of black excellence, we're going to talk about why is it so hard for so many people to accept black excellence, or why is that a topic that so many people are so shy to talk about? Yeah, we called it thriving while black. Yeah, Thriving while black is also another thing that people often find it confusing that black people are putting themselves out there into creative spaces trying to do really great creative things and that's really what I think Garden of Beats came in and tried to squish and tried to really kind of establish the fact that there are amazing people of colour in Melbourne trying to do really great things for this community trying to bring people together we're not looking for more segregation we're trying to bring everyone in on this thing which I think is so special and so important yeah for sure and it's all about what they said um it's not about competition it's about being able to to bring these people together and not about competing because at the end of the day everybody eats you know what it is mm-hmm. and it's especially not- like here in melbourne it, every everything's so young like there's so many so many opportunities exactly. it's such an open space like there's literally there's no events like that there's no radio shows like ours so why would you why, why would you even view it as a competition at this point because yeah. there's, there's so much open space for it to happen exactly I think the most important thing is getting the word out there and creating these spaces. Like, you're so right, Dad, it's not about competition. And it's not about, there's no negativity with it. I think people are scared. They're like, when they see these things, they're like, oh, no, they want to create that. It's going to cause trouble. But I'm pretty sure, like, nine times out of ten, all it does is bring unity and bring celebration. Because that's what it's about. It's not about saying what we've got is better than anyone else or what we've got, you know, needs more attention from just us. Nobody else can enjoy it. It's like, no, we have something that we really enjoy. We want other people to enjoy. We want everyone to enjoy. So I think that it's definitely the way we need to get rid of this kind of negativity around people, how people look towards young people of colour thriving. It's just to really be like, no, it's for everyone. It's a positive thing. It's a celebration, really. Exactly. It's something so positive, and I think it's so special what they're doing, and I really hope to see more of it in the future. And it's not, what, thriving in spite of being black. It's thriving while being black. Yeah, I like like the the thriving thriving while black. That's what I like. Exactly. That that sounds better. To me, I think it's more representative. It's like, yeah, we're doing things. Yeah, we're black, but we're doing things. It's just, yeah. I think it's definitely something so hot that we need to just make more spaces for we need to really get excited about because the more platforms we give the more people we get involved we spoke to the boys about you know they had their gallery space and we said that it's not that you know young people of colour don't want to be going to galleries going to theatres going to whatever it's just that the content doesn't represent them you're not too excited about the content yeah Yeah, so it doesn't interest them whereas if we kind of come together and try and change this content try and change this representation then you will see people coming through and everyone will enjoy these things mm-hmm. rather than being than being divisive rather than being than being exclusive everyone can enjoy and i think that's 
so so hot and so so important because i think even the appeal of an art gallery and places where they're able, where they're able to you know display their art is to be able to see to be able to put on display an uh, like magnificent piece of art that someone made like a sculpture or you know a huge painting like the mona lisa right and people can be like yo this guy was just like me and he made this right and a lot of like non-minority groups are able to see that and be like yo this is this is me this is my culture someone that looks like me someone that has the same culture as me from the same country as me was able to do this at around my age you know back in a time where there was way less resources however we don't have that so as yeah. youth in a minority setting right we're able to bring to play bring together like places like garden of beats and be like yeah these are kids our age my age being able to do these magnificent art pieces and i'm able to see myself i'm able to see my community reflected in this piece of art as well mm-hmm. yeah i've sure said inspiring. it before i'll say it again but i feel like not feeling represented in certain spaces and in certain areas is not something that everybody will experience but it is something that everybody has a responsibility to change so even if you are sitting there thinking i'm cruising i'm fine people don't really appreciate how important it is to see yourself reflected in spaces to see yourself in certain positions before you can access them and before you can enter them so i think that representation is so important and that the more we can see these kinds of events and the more we can see this positivity coming out of young black excellence that we will see there's not something to be feared it's not something to be scared of and we will see more young people coming through creating more amazing incredible things yeah yeah exactly and it's it's an opportunity for us to thrive as well because we're able to display ourselves to i feel like in the black community and the minority community i can only speak for the black community and it's we deal with a lot of our problems in-house so Mm -hmm. when we have a problem or or situations the youth will go out of hand we want to deal with that in our own community in our own way instead of having you know the youth be able to express their talents in a way that's more productive than destructive you understand and i feel like news news outlets and and other places display the negative factor more than the positive factor so people outside of our community often see this negative factor and think that's all that we're about and so that also diminishes our ability to you know thrive and display our talents because people people are like yo what do they have when they're doing all of this but yeah. like Garden of Beats is able to be like, yo, have a look at this. This is sick. This is what we're really about. Most of us are like this. A lot of us are like this. Have this passion for creativity, passion for arts, passion for music, passion for photography, passion for modeling, and and not just derogatory rap. Exactly. That's for sure. It's competition or negativity sales. One of the two things that mm-hmm. always happens when it seems around our community. It's like, oh, cool, they're fighting again. All right, cool, they're just beefing or whatever. And those are the two things that always seem to ring around when it comes to the black community or people of color, period. Exactly. Like when something negative happens, you don't see people going, oh, look, there's something negative happening. What's wrong? What's happening? People don't inquire about it. But when something good happens, they're like, yo, what's happening here? Like, what's going on? Like, it's a new thing. <laughs> what's happening here? Why, why, why are these people together? Exactly. Why are they loving? Why are they positive? I'm going to take that away. I think that's so so true there, which is unfortunate. It's such a shame, but like I say, it's something that hopefully with the input of people like Garden of Beats and other people trying to create spaces within this community, we will definitely see change. We will see more people of colour involved with things that, you know, perhaps the stereotype was that they weren't going to be involved with, like different styles of music. We were talking last week about jazz, like jazz music in general like how that is a a massive huge genre for this community but people don't think that you know we listen to jazz music and stuff like that that's the weirdest thing to me 
That's so weird. I've got an absolutely fire, huge track coming up before you by Blue Lab Beats, who are an incredible collective from the UK. Also got some absolutely amazing vocals on this track by Nice. So I'm so excited to see what you guys think at home and you guys in the studio. Check out Blue Lab Beats. Check out Nice. They're all amazing. We've got Femi on this track as well, who is the drummer for the Ezra Collective, who is Georgia Smith's band. Yo, <laughs> Jenna will always bring, we'll find a way to bring it back to <laughs> Georgia Smith. Georgia Smith. <laughs> I will, I will. This track is huge. Shout out to Nice because he is my friend and I love him. Uh, yeah, let us know what you think on our socials. Hit us up on Instagram. Yes. At the hottest source. Yeah. So on, on, on Facebook as well. Mm-hmm. We're on Facebook too. Let us know what you think. This is Watch It and Blue Cantana. You are listening to Hot Sauce here on Sin. Stay tuned. So we just went hot, heavy, and hard with some fire tracks, of course, because you are locked into Melbourne's hottest BME show. Are we not? Exactly. Yes. This is the oh. hot sauce. You know, no ah, mayonnaise no, things no around here. Yes. No, we don't want that. No Get one else does it like this. This is a, this is us. This is us. And you know, we're the trendsetters. If you want to follow on the footsteps. Again? Isn't mayonnaise like, like nasty egg? Yeah, it's eggs. Yeah, so nah, it's we don't eggs. want your nasty eggs. No. Nah, we're good. We're good. We're good you guys that. just had Water by Schoolboy Q from obviously his brand new album which we are very excited to have. Mm-hmm. Very excited to be listening to. Before that, we had Fine Girl by ZZ. But anyway, we've had such an exciting show today. We had an incredible, very, very heavy, but very important interview with the Garden of Beats boys. They dropped in to chat everything Black Excellence, mm-hmm. everything the local Melbourne creative scene, mm-hmm. and everything for the future for our community and what we really want to see. So, what are we talking about now, boys? We want to talk about what impact does the excellence of black youth have on our own interpretation of ourselves, like how we're able to accept ourselves and, you know, grow from the experiences that we're living, we're living in our community. For people like us, for example, a lot of us are first generation and for us, our families moved and we didn't come with like a mass immigration outside of our countries. Right? We didn't have like the whole community come through. It's like yeah, nah. our family, maybe like one or two uncles and aunties. Yeah. And then throughout and then our life, more like they, they weren't even like the uncles and aunties that you talked to when you're back home anyways. Exactly. So it's just like y'all are here and you're like... Uh. And then you just, you have to make new uncles and aunties when you come here. Like you have family <laughs> friends that just show up and you're like, your friends will be like, yo, who is this guy? Oh, it's my but cousin. That's really, that's, but not yeah. really my cousin though. But that's when you form your own little families and communities and you have your own sort of like representation. And I, I, I feel, I, man, I feel, I feel for people that don't have that representation. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, it, it's, it helps a lot with the, um, identification of yourself yeah you grow in the community oh, 100%, and yeah. like there's a proverb and it's like it takes a whole village to raise a child mm. and it's like this community yeah. helps you form who you are mm. and to be able to form a community where uh black men black youth and minority youth are able to express themselves in an artistic creative way is something that we need to see more i believe so we don't get enough mentors like that so yeah, that's For what Gino was saying. Exactly. We don't get enough mentors like that to be like, yo, I'm doing photography, I'm doing modeling, I'm doing, I get to, like, event manage, right? And then the other kids go to be like, yo, my cousin gets to do this, my family friend gets to do this, I see him do that, I want to do that. Like, yeah. your whole uncles, aunties, cousins are like, yo, I'm a doctor, I do lawyer, I do all of this, and this is just 
what you end up growing. You don't have those kind of connections, so you have to build them for yourself exactly. kind of thing. I think what those boys are doing that is so important, and I think that definitely what is important for young people now is that if you feel like you don't have those role models, don't be afraid to be them for someone else. Mm-hmm. So stand out from the crowd. Yeah. Make When you don't feel like you're invited to sit at the table, make your own table, sit at your own table and do something else, and then others will follow. We spoke about that kind of domino effect that the more we get people merging and coming out and being these great role models for other people, more will follow. Mm-hmm. But that's so hard to do for, for oh, someone course, so young. But, but you can, it's not easy like, you don't, It doesn't always, like role models and stuff, you, it doesn't always have to be the immediate people that that's are around a, you. Yeah, that's like, what I, I, say, like, I found mad, mad inspiration through just music. Yeah. yeah. Listening to different people just talk and I'm like, alright, identify with that heavy. Even what you said watching before with the Boys in the Hood thing as well. Yeah, watching movies, like there's so many, no, so many characters I just identify with, like that's a part that I like to follow and like be like that person. And yeah, Odd, ten, nine times out of ten, it's always like a, like no, it's, for me, it's always going to be like a light skin. I don't know why, but this is what I identify with, because and that's, that's kind of struggle. Yeah, exactly. yeah. that kind of struggle, you know. And then, but it kind of sucks because you have to hunt for that. Yeah, it's not really like it's not really like ah, oh, cool that there's about three. I can I can reference about ten movies where this homie looks like me, exactly. but no, there's like three. Yeah, and it's kind of you will see somebody who is supposed to represent. That whole community and you're like hold on I don't really enjoy the same things as them I don't really resonate with them at all apart yeah. from the fact that we kind of look alike but kind of yeah. not at all exactly yeah. and this this lack of representation even matters for people that see us from an outside in perspective as well so when people look at me they'll be like yo Indaba plays piano no I have to tell them that but I do <laughs> it's just people aren't going to look at me and be like yo it looks like a guy that plays piano no they're going to be like yo he's just a Another black kid on the street, hoodlum. right? Exactly. Not Trying to hoodlum. label you a hoodlum. Always looking mad. Bro, you better touch pictures. that Mikey. You better touch that Mikey on before you get on the train, boy. Why <laughs> <laughs> attacking the ground? The first suspect. Yeah, I get yelled at on the daily. Like, oi, come here. Like, bro, what I do? I pissed on. What are you doing? But that's yeah, exactly. Yo, when I go on the train, when I go on the train to Union stuff with Dabs, I like I like walk like three, four, five meters behind him, <laughs> <laughs> just in case he can he can be like the person to suss out if there's anyone there. <laughs> and it's true though, because that's that's the reputation we get in the media, and it's not something that that diversifies us as a people because we are a diverse people. Minorities and and black people aren't all the same people. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Elgin, you spoke about your experiences growing up, and you know, looking to these movies to try and find people that represented you. I think that is something that a lot of young, you know, people of color can really kind of connect with. Zabs, what about you and your experience? What was it like for you, kind of growing up, not seeing yourself in certain spaces and having to create those spaces for yourself? Well, for me, I grew up a lot. Like I moved a lot when I grew up. So I was born in Zim and then moved to New Zealand, and even then, I lived in three different places. So for me, it was like I really had to keep forging new relationships every place I moved. And none of these people look like me. I remember that mum always tells me this story from kindergarten. And then she's like, yo, you came home so sad one day because I think you did something in school and like with the hands. And someone was like, yo, why are your hands not white? Like, why is only one half of your hands white? And like mum mom was like, yo, you came home so sad that day. Like, why are, why are my hands not white? And I was like... She's like, that was the first time you really started to realize that you're not, like, the same as everyone else. Yeah. But I feel like she was a big part in making me feel like this is me being different, but that different doesn't make me, like, any less than anyone else. And that was 
a good thing for me since she was like the real only constant in my life besides my like my younger brother right yeah. so even though we moved to all these places we know all of these different people my mom was the one rock that i had that i could be like yes this is the person that i can always come back to she can always give me advice and this is like the person i have mm-hmm. for me like but do you think do you think like how you moved there moved around a lot because i was the same do you think um <clears throat> you learn more yeah, definitely. Like, dude, just interactions and definitely. stuff. You understand, you understand people's story way more. Exactly. You, you, it's hard to like just judge someone now, like knowing what what I've seen and stuff. Yeah, and probably what you've seen. You, you can't. There's no way you can just judge someone off that without having a proper conversation. Exactly. And that's how you you create these spaces and stuff. And that's how you stop this like stuff like people being discriminated against. You just have everyone together, just because, having proper discussions. Yeah, you realize the world is a way bigger place than what you grow up in this little oh, like man, township, yeah. city, community. Right? It's like the world is massive. You can go from this city to this city and see a whole different group of people, and this city can be six kilometers from away from the other one. Yeah. Right. And then you move a whole other country. When I came from New Zealand to Australia, that was a switch up. That was insane. Yeah, crazy switch up. What about you, Jen? I feel like for me it was slightly different because you were saying there that you had your mum to always look to and your mum to bring you up. Like I said on the last show that my mum is fantastic, but I was predominantly brought up by my mum and my mum is Caucasian. So I feel like I've grown up through my life having to teach myself about my culture like I haven't had someone there to tell me these things I had my nan and she kind of taught me how to make rice and peas and stuff like that but like sadly she passed away and I feel like since then I've really kind of taken it upon myself to teach myself these things to teach myself about my culture and to try and connect because it really did affect me growing up being a woman of colour in terms of the way that I perceived beauty, the way that I perceived myself. Like, I always talk about my hair. Like, I straightened my hair for years because I was like, no, curly hair isn't beautiful because I never saw anyone with curly hair like mine represented. Or when I looked to music, music was a a massive one for me because you can carry it anywhere. Everyone has their phone, you know, you can hit up Spotify and there it is with you, people who feel the same things as you putting out their music. And that has been absolutely huge for me in terms of finally feeling represented because I'm able to find those people. And I'm not just finding Beyonce and I'm not just finding Rihanna, which was my issue when I was younger. And I was like, where where else can I go? But no, it was really important, definitely, not feeling represented and not having anyone there to particularly guide me and teach me these kind of ways and make sure that I knew everything was okay because I feel like I did assimilate far too much and it took me actually becoming a young adult and moving away from those kind of groups that made me feel like I needed to assimilate to be like no like my culture is so so beautiful I'm so so proud to have you know the culture that I have to have my heritage and my background is so important to me and I think that's just something that I massively yeah. slept on because I didn't feel represented anywhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, that that, assume, that when you try and assimilate that that oh man, it's I remember. Crazy. I, it's I remember crazy. being in primary school trying to have like blonde straight hair. Fam. I did that. Like, I went through that same. I went through that same phase. Year six, year seven, and even like year eleven. I went like year eleven. There's a period like pictures of me for six months. I had like orange hair because I tried to get my hair blonde one time. <laughs> this like, kid. For real, for real, and that's that's the craziest situation. Because I look back on that now, I'm like, why was I doing that? For yeah, real? Like, that's something, yeah. Like it's weird You like even go Completely the other direction Where you like You completely act What you think The other people 
think you should act like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is like, you try to be black. Like, you're like, all right, cool, I'm black. But, like, you over you're black. Be, now you, like, try to be over black. Yeah, you're you're like trying to be other black. You're a character like, and you're yeah. not yourself. <laughs> you go home and you're like, oh, cool, I can relax now, fam. <laughs> like, yo, I'm I don't even... have to listen to Drake anymore, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even like this dude. No, it makes sense. That, yeah, I went, yeah, went through all that, man. It's bad, but I think that it's definitely something that as you grow up, as as more spaces appear, as you start to feel more reflected, it's so sad that it's so sad but also so great that you see so many young people of colour finally coming into their own. Yeah. Finally yeah. Re- I feel like our identity is so important. And it's something that people maybe on the peripheral won't quite understand. They won't quite realise how hard it is that struggle. And on on my show, The Power of She <laughs> Sophia came Lickle on. Lickle, Lickle. <laughs> Sophia came on and she said something that I think was so amazing. She basically said that sometimes when we're younger, we have feelings that we don't quite know how to articulate. We don't quite know what they, what it is we're experiencing. But as you get older, you realise that what you were feeling, that uncomfortableness, you know, feeling like you needed to assimilate, feeling like you needed to dye your hair blonde, what you were feeling there was that lack of representation, that lack of that total misunderstanding, that not being able to be yourself. That's what you were feeling, but you didn't quite know it was that at the time. You didn't know how yeah. to articulate it, to address it, and to be like, no, let me find out who is me. Let me find out who yeah. I am. But now we get to this kind of young adult age because we have all these creative avenues and these creative spheres, we're able to tap into yeah. our culture that's, more. Yeah, yeah, that's so right, because... I like I I went to two like high schools here and then one one was like hella mixed like there was so much to everyone like from all over Asians blacks everything and I looked up to the older years and it was like there are five guys that just look like me and they were just living life like right yeah. that's what I thought was right yeah. and then I was like alright cool and I was relaxed we, everyone was relaxed everyone was doing their own thing then we went, to this, then we went to this all white school and I'm like yo I don't have that anymore exactly and then it, all it is is just now everyone's just playing Post Malone and you're like yeah now I kind of like Post Malone <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean and then you get home it's like no I don't I don't really I don't know yeah. exactly because if if you stand out if you're like no I don't like that you risk kind of segregating yourself even more yeah you just want it's just it's you just want to fit in everyone wants to fit in everyone wants to be liked and it's such a shame that we feel like we can't be liked and we can't fit in yourself being our true selves exactly. kind of thing but hopefully that will change world. yeah it's even like when you come into a, like a school at that age and you're like everyone goes yo we have a new black kid I was oh, like, yo, I know. you're always can you, the black kid. Can you dance? Can you dance? Bro? Yo, do you rap, bro? Like, no, I don't. No, I don't. I just live my life. Yo, 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 bro, do you like do you like Kanye West? Like, what? What? <laughs> bro, I haven't listened to his last two albums. Exactly. <laughs> nah. And it's I think it's just the whole the whole thing that everyone sees as all as one thing instead of like each individual personality that just happened to share the same skin. Just like everyone else in the community, right? Like, we don't look at white people as white people are all the same. We look at John, we look at Jacob, we look at Nick, we look at Danny, we look at Daniel, and we see them all as individuals. This guy, but like, <laughs> how many, how many, how many names this guy going to talk? Look at, we look at these people as individuals, whereas like people look at, they'll see me and Eldrin, they'll just assume we like the same things because we have the same color. Nah, they'll see you, Dabs, and they're like, okay. That's Jacquees. <laughs> no, no, don't tell. Nah. That's, that's When y'all see this picture drop tonight from, from our interview, you'll see. You're like, yeah, that's Jacquees in the corner. <laughs> oh, we got in, got in a piece in Jacquees. Right, we have to go to the next song after that. Oh, no. 
On that note, we're going to head into another track. You guys are locked into Hot Sauce here on Sin. Up next, we have Hoodlum by Dallas Woods. Stay tuned. What's up, guys? You're locked into Hot Sauce. Melbourne's hottest BME show. You are here with Jenna, Elgin, and Dabs. You just heard Mad Over You by Runtown. Before that, we had the same quotes as yesterday by Gold Link. Was that Dabs' pick? Am I right? Yeah. yeah Am I right? Yeah. And before that, we had Hoodlum by Dallas Woods. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we are wrapping up a fire episode, are we not, boys? Yeah, I mean, this is a, this is a heavy episode. We really, really exactly. packed. The episodes are getting harder and harder and harder, you know? We promised heat, so... Next week, we're talking about cancel culture. We are talking all things culture, all things about our community, our backgrounds, trying to link everything really to create this platform for voices that aren't normally heard to come through. And we're talking about all the things that are related to the kind of music that we like to listen to. So today we spoke about Black Excellence. We brought you Brand New Schoolboy Q. We brought you loads of other examples of fantastic Black Excellence that's happening in Melbourne. We brought you Dave with Black. Yeah, of course. We are continuing that to talk more about these communities and more about what is going on in our community. And we're going to talk about cancer culture and trying to analyse whether we are more reluctant to cancel members of the black community as members of it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Are we more reluctant because these people have done things for us in terms of exposure, in terms of, you know, getting us seen and things like that? So we don't want to give too much away. Yeah, we'll leave, we'll leave, we'll leave the rest of the That's source. That's a teaser. We'll leave the rest of it for next week. So if you are keen to delve deeper into any of these discussions that we have, definitely follow us up on Instagram, get involved. But if you want to hear it from someone a bit more official, <laughs> we, we, are, we don't, you know, we don't try and represent everyone. We are just three friends here having a chat about our personal experiences. Exactly. Yeah, As we cool. said before, we're not bees. We don't have the same opinion. Everyone's got a different opinion. Go ask the person you know nearest to you of minority descent, right? And they're going to have a vastly different opinion. So probably me or Elgin or Jenna over here. Yeah. Well, Akala will be performing at Laundry Bar next week I think it's next Tuesday so if you want to get down if anyone is a fan he's a fantastic member of our community fantastic member of society in general (laughs) a huge huge one to get to so there's my there's my little plug I'm done now (laughs) I'm good you know where to find us stay locked in Thursday nights from 10pm until 1am for the hottest sauce the hottest tracks and the hottest chats we are going to send the people off boys but make sure you come back next week we're going to go Naughty Ride by Whiskey and Major Lazer you are yes, yes. we're not stingy with it we'll no. give you the extra packet of sauce you act for 10 nuggets we'll give you 15 packets of sauce we're not acting like the sauce is coming out our paycheck don't worry <laughs> this was a Sin Media Podcast previously heard live on Sin 90.7 okay see you later bye bye